This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Hi, Chris. <laughs> Joe Hi, Ostrowski, Joe. Chris Ranchi with you another hour. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. You can listen live weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the Odyssey app. Subscribe to the podcast and you can listen whenever you're free. Um, we've got iTunes, Spotify, and the podcatcher of your choice. If you're on iTunes, leave us five stars there. It would really help out. And uh, remember, we air on the bet uh, weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. The bet 1430 in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago, 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles. And um, Ranji, something beautiful happened. We, we started off the show by talking about the overreaction, kind of like after week one in the NFL, which you can actually kind of understand because it is a big chunk of the it's season big, yeah. every single it's, game. Right. Yeah. And baseball, it's less than 1% and people fly off the handle after after one game or two games. And I think it's glorious. Every uh, one NFL game equals about what? 10 baseball games. Right. Exactly. I'm good at math. Exactly. You've you yeah. talked about that many times in your decade of doing That's White right. Sox pre and post games as they would scream at you about Matt Thornton giving up the booty once again. as yeah. the White Sox lose yeah. in the ninth inning there. But um, I, I noticed on Twitter last night that there was one video that was circulating and 95% of the time that I saw it, it said at Chris Raji in the yeah. tweet, Chris, have you seen this? Chris, have you seen this? I'll just, let's just share it for the people. We can react afterwards and, um, and why people were making sure that you saw the video, just a double and triple check. But this is, I guess this, we don't do this in Chicago anymore. I remember when I was a kid, that there was, it was a station called CLTV and it was, there was a show called sports page and it basically be a sports talk radio show on TV and they would take calls. I guess mm. in some markets, they still do stuff like this. Do they do this in St. Louis? Is there a sports no, talk show that takes a- calls? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's crazy no, to me. <laughs> it's like C-SPAN. It's like C-SPAN for sports where, where they, they, they take calls and the host is staring at the camera while the, right. while the caller is talking. Yes. No, we, we, St. Louis does not and never has had that. Yeah, it's not a, a radio show simulcast on television. You see that all the time. You, yeah. you see that even on ESPN. But it is a uh, what should be a radio show, but it's really for the TV audience. But anyways, what is the host name? Do you have this? It I had heard of this. Bruce Drennan. And apparently, well, just he, you introduced the. <laughs> You, you go ahead, Joe. <laughs> and then we'll here's, talk Cle- about it. here's Cleveland sports yacker Bruce Drennan uh, talking about the Indians game after their loss in day one of the season. Right. Uh, I guess you missed a lot of the games that Reyes hit in the clutch last year, huh? 
No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're an idiot. You're an idiot and you don't know baseball. I'm not an idiot. You are an idiot. Listen, you're going to tell me you are judging. You don't know anything. You don't know squat, you stupid idiot. You're going to tell me you're going to make a judgment on the season after one game in 30-degree weather. That proves what an ignoramus you are. Get off our show, fair weather idiot. And then he proceeded to give the phone number. <laughs> I had flashback, Fair weather, dude. Idiot. I, uh, I oh. have love for both of them. I wish I got the caller's name. I love both of them so much. I understand where the host is coming from. Yeah. And you can talk about your perspective on this. And I also do understand, even though he's a bit of a dope, where the caller is coming from, because I apparently we didn't get the entire thing. He was talking about Fran Mil Reyes there, and maybe not where where I would pick my fight in that Indians lineup. They have a lot of issues. I, I wouldn't talk about Ramirez, and I probably wouldn't talk about Reyes. The rest of it, if you want to complain, I think it's fair. Well, okay, let's start with the undertones of being a Cleveland fan right now. Just okay. you, you know, you have the. World Series appearance in 2016, which is as close as they've been since the 90s and maybe as close as they will get for a very long time. And I think that's where the you know, like when you get into an argument with somebody and it's the dumbest argument, there's probably something else going on that's just like laying there underneath. It's dormant. Mm -hmm. There's probably already tension. It's not really about the thing you're arguing about. It's about something greater. So here's this fan who is upset about the direction of Cleveland in general, where the team is going. And he has every right to be because that franchise just, they, they get close, but not close enough. And then they won't hang on to their stars. They, they say they can't hang on to that. It's too much money to keep Manny Ramirez. It's too much money to keep Francisco Lindor. How would you feel if you're the fan of a team that Power. regularly lets their best players go they get close to winning a championship, but they don't actually do it. And then you'll have many thin years of, of nothingness. Like I, so, so there's that. So I get it from the caller's perspective. They have one of the best rotations in all of baseball, and they probably have very little chance of winning the division because they don't have anyone that can hit. In, from a, in, in a fairly weak division outside yeah. of the White Sox, really. Right. You know, and th that's that is frustrating if you're a fan. On the other hand, here's the host. And it is just game one of the season. So there is it, it's kind of unreasonable to fly off the handle or to be that upset with your team after game one. But then again, that host is or the, the, the caller is uh, coming from a place of many years of frustration, which is very similar to the White Sox. Very similar to that fan base. Uh huh. Jake, can we uh, listen to that again, please? Right. Uh, I guess you missed a lot of the games that Reyes hit in the clutch last year, huh? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're an no, idiot. No. You're an idiot and you don't know baseball. I'm you're not gonna, idiot. No, you are an idiot. Listen, no, you're going to tell me you are judging. You don't know anything. You don't know squat, you stupid idiot. You're going to tell me you're going to make a judgment on the season after one game in 30-degree weather. That proves what an ignoramus you are. Get off our show, fair-weather idiot. <laughs> the, so the best one of the best things about it is oh. that 
I absolutely probably had at least 10 of those moments. So that's why a lot of people were sending this to Chris last night because he did White Sox post game. So just think the the mentality of the person. Just, okay, let's be, be real. The IQ level of most sports radio callers that are willing to sit on hold for usually five minutes, sometimes a long period of time, just so they can get their 30 seconds to a minute on the air, because usually they're incensed. That's why they're motivated to call in and and they want to get their takes out there. So you're dealing with that. It's not a high, it's not high expectations there. So, um, people were sending this because, Raji would talk to people that sounded like that guy day after day after day. However, I I would I was kind of like questioning, okay, why is everybody sending this to Raji? Yes, sounds like a disgruntled White Sox fan, th- this upset Indians fan. But you never exploded like that. I think I did. You did? I, Once in a while. Yeah. Like Rudy and DeKalb. There were certain guys you hated. Rudy and DeKalb. Hey, Rudy and DeKalb was one of them. Like <laughs> I, you, would, you would battle with him. But you would still take his call every day. Yeah. Yeah. There was never a caller I said, no, forget that guy. You never called an idiot. No, I most certainly did. Because. (laughs) Not. Did you say get off my phone? (laughs) No, I never did that. And I, I rarely hung up on people. I let them have their say. And instead of, and then that was one of the criticisms I used to get from bosses was just end these calls and move on. But I couldn't help arguing with them like I had to. I just I'm like, I have to argue with this person. And that's a that's a fault of mine. The only okay, people used to think that's what sports is. That's okay. It's okay to disagree on stuff. Well, people used to think, Joe, that the White Sox would tell me what to say about the team and what not to say. They never company man. Right. They never did that. The only thing. The only feedback I ever got was occasionally, uh-huh. and this happened a couple of times over the years, uh, somebody with the team, like Brooks Boyer or something, would say, like hey. Brooks Boyer, <laughs> for example, he would say, hey, he, uh, he would Brooks call Boyer. my boss. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I know it was Brooks Boyer. <laughs> right, right. So, for example, Brooks, uh, he would say, hey, could you do us a favor? Could you not call our fans idiots? Which I did do a <laughs> I did a few times, and I'm like, you know what? That's a good point. I probably shouldn't call the the fan base idiots because it wasn't the entire fan base. It was just the callers, you know, just some callers. Because most people listening, when I would talk to them later, you know, I'd meet somebody who was a listener to the show and a Sox fan, and they'd say, man, those callers are really, like, how do you deal with those people? Like, I, I used to get that a ton. So I think most people listening were kind of along with me. But then every now and then you just have that caller, like and, the one to Bruce Drennan in Cleveland. I'm thinking about your interactions um, with callers and most of them very positive. But can you share my favorite story of back in the day when you have remote broadcasts? So a lot of times on Fridays. Like you would be doing broadcasts from the lower level at Sox games and you would yeah. interact with them. Um, I I think this was actually at a bar though. Um, <laughs> my favorite story of you doing a remote broadcast is um, when you were in the bathroom in the stall. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it was a, a place in the suburbs of Chicago, St. Charles. 
and I went to, uh, well, okay. So I would do the pregame, um, you know, kind of when the pregame was done, I would watch the game like from a table or something and, you know, we'd, we'd eat or whatever. And then I'd go back up to wherever the broadcast spot was and I'd do the postgame show. So in the middle of the game, it's about the seventh inning. Um, I have to go to the bathroom and his, his place was called real time sports in St. Oh, yeah. Charles. Yeah. And so I, I go into the bathroom and um, it's one of those, it's not a, it's not a urinal visit. It's the other kind. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm in there, I'm in the stall doing my thing. Two guys come in and they are at the urinals and you know how in bars there is the, they're, they're usually flyers taped to the wall and the flyers say things like, Hey, this band is going to be here on Saturday, July 5th, you know, that sort of thing. So there was a, there was a poster or a, a flyer that said 670, the score in Chicago here, Friday night, whatever. And it was that day. It was promoting our appearance that day. It didn't have my name on it. It just said, you know, White Sox post game. So the two guys are talking to each other. And the one guy says, oh, the score's here, huh? Yeah. Uh, who's here? Like, what host is here? Because there's nobody up on the stage. You couldn't, you didn't know it was me. It was the seventh inning of the game. I'm sitting at the tables. And uh, the one guy says, oh, Chris Ranji is, is here today. And uh, the other guy's like, I don't, yeah, I'm not sure if I know who that is. And the other guy goes, yeah. He's an a-hole, <laughs> but he didn't say a-hole. He said the word and I'm yeah. sitting in the stall and I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> it was totally shocking. There were two dudes and one guy's talking about how much he hates me. And I, I wanted to say something, but then I felt embarrassed that I was, you know, deucing. Yeah. So I didn't say anything, but I should have like to this day, I, I regret not going. <laughs> yeah, that guy sucks from the stall. I really wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's the worst that would have been a top so were you like moment. i am not getting out of here until i know those guys are gone oh absolutely or, yeah absolutely yeah. i just i just joe at that time in my life i just didn't want anybody to know that i was pooping with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I understand. (laughs) Believe me, my son is is the same way. Like, the the bathroom door is shut, and I hear the iPad blaring somewhere. I know Uh he's in there. And if I walk in, he's going to freak out. So I'm just like, sometimes he's there forever. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Can but you just turn the kid. iPad off and take care of business? Yeah, it's, but that's your kid, Joe. Yeah, you're not in public with strangers. Yes, no, I know, I know. It, it, it's it's your private business. You don't want people to know you're doing that. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> like, oh, he's an a hole. <laughs> yes, I can see that. I uh, I, was, I love that. Day, it was one of those missed opportunities, you know, that you'll never get back, and you wish you had it. I know that I should have said something from the stall. Terrible. Uh, Eli Hershkovich, what did you want to do here? I know we don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> I I think this is a good idea. Eli uh, has a good idea but, here. But I didn't know what it was going to be. We can talk about it's, what could have been. And it's a it's a great that. idea too and a great name. It's called betting aside. And it's it's putting betting aside to talk about uh weird things that have happened. Weird like stories. Like we just did. Like we just we did. just did betting aside. 
We just did. I think it's a great idea, Eli. Well, this puts care. me in an awkward position. Because oh, Eli's Eli not even left. in the room. <laughs> oh, come he, on. Eli. This is his brainchild, and he leaves? It's a great idea, and it's a great name. I didn't click on any of the stories you sent, did you? I, I uh, didn't. I, I have them open if you'd like to. Were they bad? There. No, we don't have time to go over that, they're but were they, were they bad choices? They're, they're just, they're kind of weird. They're, they're mostly, <laughs> they're mostly animal related, which is a little concerning, but. <laughs> Wait, okay. Give, give one example quickly. Uh, okay. So one is this wild turkey just jumps through this woman's window in her apartment. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted us to talk. No, that's 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 a dangerous thing to happen to you. Turkey yeah, another, like, another one is an off-duty firefighter had to get what is it, fifteen thousand bees out of his car because he left the windows open or something. That's a lot of bees. How do they know it's fifteen thousand? Who counted these bees? Okay, the firefighter See? did. He was getting them out. <laughs> Why and is every? That's a good question. Why is everything about animals? I don't. Well, there's one about a guy who gets his final paycheck and it was sent to him in ninety-one thousand coins, weighing five hundred pounds. I think our stories are better. Uh, we're gonna check in with our buddy Dave Sherapad from Vegas next. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Ranji, BetQL Audio Network.